0: Let's talk about excuses. We, a lot of us have, uh, some of us, when we are asked to follow the Lord, the Lord asks us to follow him, we have excuses we give him. Jesus in today's gospel says, well, we come." he came across people who had given him excuses. People were saying, well, I will follow you, Lord. But yet, he says, let me go, they, they said to him, let me go first, well, foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head. And he's, he says, follow me, these other people. And, let they, and they say, let me first do this. Let me first do that. What's interesting is that when we, follow, when we have these excuses, we're really not following the Lord we're actually not following him at all. We're following we're following ourselves instead. When you and I give excuses as to why we cannot follow Jesus, we're saying I I am control of my life, Lord. And I've done enough for you already. And I don't want to go any further than that. But yet we need to grow in our likeness of Christ. We need to continue to ask ourselves, how do you wish me to follow you, Lord? And to go on a limb and do that for him. I mean, he says, no one sets a hand to the plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. Those are strong words for all of us. Strong words. No one who does, when we give excuses, if we look behind and try to say uh, we follow him, if we look behind what we left behind, we're not fit for the kingdom of God. We have to continue to live our lives going towards Christ and keeping our eye towards him. So let's ask, our Lord. so what are some of the excuses that I come across or that we have in our hearts? Well, one of them is that, well, I have done this thing. I feel like I'm fine, Father. I feel like I've grown enough with the Lord, and I feel like I'm holy enough. And to and or maybe even with, with the parish itself, we've done these things for 50 years, Father. Why do we need to change as a parish? Or we've done these things for many years, Father. Why do I need to change? I feel like I'm good enough. I feel like our parish is good enough. I mean, we've been presenting the gospel in Albertville here for years. 120 years, after all. But to this, the, the Lord would say, I would say, actually, is that we are living, moving beings. We are living beings. We cannot sit still. If you want to ask a question of how that is played out, look at a little child. A little child cannot sit still unless they're told to by their parents. And sometimes even at that, they can't sit still. It's the same thing with us. Within our own bodies, our cells are moving all the time. And we are growing, if not, or decaying. And we need to be able we need to adapt our way of with Christ and because of that. If we are growing in Christ, we better be changing in Christ. We better be growing in holiness. If we are not with following Christ, if we're not doing that, then we have to ask ourselves, Am I really putting forth effort here? Am I really following Jesus? Or am I following myself? We are living, we, we the Lord, we all know we're sinners. We are all sinners. We have all areas to work on. If, it, if not, if you don't think so, talk to me after Mass. Come talk to me after Mass. I can help you discern what your sins are. <laughs> so you can know them well. But we are living, we are asked, we are all need of growth, and we all need to, to change. And, and the Lord is calling us each to grow with him. Another, another excuse is, I am busy, Father. I am too busy. I am too busy to pray. I am too busy to go to Mass on Sundays. I am too busy in my life to have any intention on him. I have my work, I have my family, I have everything in my life. Well, with these things, we need to prioritize. We need to prioritize what's the most important things in our lives and set that accordingly to our lives. Because if Mother Teresa of Calcutta, Blessed Mother, Saint Mother Teresa of Calcutta, who was a very full-life woman, if she can pray two whole hours a day when she was really had a full life for that day, I think every one of us can at least spend 15 minutes a day with our Lord, regardless. Sometimes, yes, that means that we need to say say these other things need to go, and that's okay. Because these things that are going away, that we discern that need to go away, are things that are not important, ultimately important anyway. Jesus himself, in coming to please Him and coming to heaven and heavenly things are the most important things. So, prioritize. One, God needs to be first. All our attention needs to be on Him. God needs to be first in our lives. And the first commandment says that. I am the Lord your God. You shall not have other gods besides me. If we don't have Him first, we have other gods in our lives. We have other things that vie for our attention other than Him. So we need to have a solid prayer life every day. We need to have a solid time of coming to, to Mass every Sunday at least, and even daily Masses, if you are able. And, and then, of course, other the gift of confession every month or every two months at least, so we can grow in holiness. Then secondly, the Church. The Church needs me next. The Church gives us the gift of salvation. It's only in the church that we are able to grow in our likeness of Christ, in and through the church. So if we don't have that, our mind set upon the church, we, don't, we are not able or to get involved in the church and to be with our brothers and sisters in the church. We are not able to really set our lives towards Christ and heavenly things. After all, our human family will be, well, we'll see our human family in heaven, Lord willing, someday. But that's not the reason why they're there. Yes, they might have been. They might be a reason why we're coming to be holy. After all, sometimes our enemies can be our own family members. But because of Christ Himself and the gift of salvation that we receive through the Church, they were able to get to heaven, Lord willing, someday. And so we need. A, so that brings me a question of the natural family, the natural human family that we all have. So there is a. a a balance that one needs to have with them, with our families, with our church. In fact, there needs to be a way of being involved in the church so that our lives with our families and church life will be integrated as one. So in other words, example, finding ways to be involved in the church as a family is a beautiful thing and it's a way to integrate that reality of both those things. So, such as being involved in Torres Tours this summer and and bringing our kids to Torres Tus to and being there with you with them, that'd be a great way of integrating our families and the church. Or also, another word, another one is TLC in the fall. Coming to TLC as a family and even as a people, that is a great way to integrate family life into the church, into the life of the church, or even other ways of service, serving the church too. If you find, well, like the servers here are serving with some families, and their families are here. But then maybe their, their dad wants to come serve with them. That would be a great way to integrate that. And I'm up for that. It might sound like I'm crazy, but I'm up for that. Father-son teams are amazing for serving. My own dad served until he was like 65 years old in a parish one time, down near my parents' house. But so not, so getting involved in the church not to the expense of the family or getting, not getting involved too much in the church with, not, with the expense of the family is important. The expense of the family may be possible if you get too involved in the church. But I would say for most of us, it's trying to integrate those two things, our family life and the church life. So th- th- those are second things. So then thirdly, of course, us. That's the last priority for us. So Jesus others you. Jesus others you. Joy. You and I are called to love and serve God above all things. You and I are called to love him and to follow him wherever he asks of us, at whatever, at whatever time he asks of us. He wants us to do, he wants to do some amazing, beautiful things in our lives, and we have to allow him. We have to be willing to follow him and say yes, that I'm willing to change my life for you, Lord, because in only that way I can grow in holiness. It's only in that way that I can come to love you and to serve you and to know you in in the best possible way here on earth. So as we come to this altar, let's ask our Lord that we may not get in the way of the Lord and his plans for us and not give him excuses, but let us be ones who follow Christ to the utmost denying ourselves, picking up our cross daily, and following him.